Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is August 24th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Glam Craft. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Love yourself unconditionally, just as you love those closest to you, despite their faults. By Les Brown. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. And that's hard, right? We have the people in our lives who we love and we know they're not perfect, you know, and but we like we love them fiercely regardless. We can see their faults and know that their good qualities are so much more important and outweigh and um when we love them so much. And honestly, I'm actually someone like if I get to know your faults, I actually like love you more because you feel real. You feel like a real person. So I really love that. And I really wish we could figure out a way <laughs> to put that perspective onto ourselves, you know, but a uh, good reminder. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking a freezer spell. Uh, and actually, this is a good time to announce that our new quote unquote tea is dropping uh very soon dropping in september uh i just placed the final uh orders for packaging so you're going to be seeing that soon i'm very excited uh but our patreon fam always gets first dibs just it just is and then uh if you're a part of the sip a spell newsletter they get second dibs and then and then and then it'll be announced but i'm very excited this was something i knew i had to make perfect and uh, uh yeah i'm psyched i'm psyched and i think you'll be psyched so yeah all right so but today this week we're drinking freezer spell which has green tea, apple pieces, orange, and then all these wonderful flavors, lemon, vanilla, cream. And uh, today we're talking about apple. So anyone who's been to like any witch 101 circle or study group or whatever, you probably have like cut the apple in half and have seen the star. And I think that's so sweet and lovely. But I don't think that's the only reason apples have become kind of this symbol of witchery. I think it also has to do with all the lore and the folk traditions. Apples are so heavily beloved. I mean, we have that saying, right? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. People revered apples for their health uh, benefits. And even if we think, so let's say... I'm trying to connect how we got apples to witchcraft, but probably 
Um, I hate to say it, but like probably the story of Adam and Eve, right? With like the apple, the apple was this taste of uh, this taste of rebellion, this taste of not fitting into the box, you know? But let's see what this website says, the practical herbalist. So they talk about the healing properties. And as early as 8,000 BC, apples were uh, cultivated in the Nile, uh, the Yellow River Valleys, and it just has taken prominence, right? We have apple lore in all areas. Uh, apples are considered the fruit of knowledge. So apples have been used for divination and love. The blossoms were included in love sachets and used to scent candles. Uh, you know, I always say, like, and I did not make this up, but uh, it's something that stuck with me. But when we talk about candle color, like, magic existed way before we were dyeing candles, right? And I kind of love this idea that people were scenting their candles with fruits for the correspondences. Maybe that was the pre-color coding uh, system, and I think it's so neat. But yes, apples, we love it. The world loves it. It's been a part of mythos for a very long time in all sorts of areas and religions. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from the dailybeast.com. And this was written by Emily Sugarman. Wiccan boutique worker says boss labeled her satanic. Oh, interesting. So a former employee at an Italian boutique in New York is claiming she was discriminated against for being a Wiccan and labeled satanic by her supervisor. The woman, Aisha Gonzalez, says she was hired at the now-shuttered Pinko Boutique in Soho in 2019, and her manager was friendly until she requested time off for the winter solstice. According to the suit, the manager told other employees at the store that Gonzalez was uh, satanic and that she practiced witchcraft, causing at least one other employee to treat her with disdain. Gonzalez claims she also accidentally uh, was copied on an email in which her manager reported that a regular customer said she felt like Aisha was possessed by a demon and claimed Gonzalez goes to satanic parties. Gonzalez is now suing for religious discrimination, a hostile work environment, and retaliation, as she should. Ugh, that's horrible. Pingo's corporate headquarters have not responded for comments. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt a customer was like, I think this random employee who the manager just so happens to hate and call satanic might be possessed by a demon. Oh, God. Oh, woof. All right, witches. I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, August 24th. The first quarter moon moves from Scorpio's deep waters to Sagittarius's spreading fires today. Here, the moon forms a T-square to the Sun-Saturn opposition. This is a mutable T-square that requires a sense of direction in order to start moving forward. The moon in Sag is looking for its next big adventure, the sun in Virgo is focusing on the fine details, and Saturn in Pisces is trying to bring structure to a limitless world. 
This energy is great for imagining all of the possibilities and making a plan to go with it. Think about something you've always wanted to do, but haven't had the fortitude to pull off. While this T-square doesn't have the ability to put feet to pavement, it has all the markings of a vibe that'll help you piece together a strategy. Your daily moon mantra is, a goal without a plan is just a wish. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Get ready to be spellbound by the Glam Witch. Originally considered to be the essence of a witch's spell, glamour is an ultimate act of magic. Used to master and manipulate one's appearance, true glamour magic is about honoring and expressing yourself to ultimately get what you want in the world. Intersecting visual aesthetic with the esoteric, Michael Herkes, the Glam Witch, takes you into their world of glamour with a personal pictorial on the magical art of beauty, fashion, and glamour magic. Whether your goal is to get attention, a new job, a date, or even go unnoticed, here you will be guided on how to craft a magical message with your presence by cultivating confidence with magical application, integrating magic into your beauty regimes with cosmetic, hair care, and fashion, bewitching with body language, eye contact, and seduction through the senses, manifesting a magical persona that caters to your most unique qualities, and utilizing crystals, dolls, fragrances, tarot cards, and more to maximize your glamour efforts. Only 200 of these limited editions will be sold, so grab yours now at theglamwitch.com. All right, witches, we are on day three of our dream series. Monday, we talked about how to interpret our dreams and how to remember them. On Tuesday, we talked about lucid dreaming. And today, we're talking about astral projection. So, what is it? How does it work? Who, what, where, when, how? Let's find out. So, this comes to us from dreams.co.uk. What is astral projection? Good question. So, simply put, astral projection is a term that describes the soul or astral body intentionally leaving the physical body while asleep or meditating and traveling to wherever it likes. It's sometimes referred to as an out-of-body experience, a state in which consciousness can operate independently from the physical body and traverse the astral plane. There are various techniques and beliefs surrounding astral projection. It has been a topic of interest in many spiritual and esoteric traditions throughout history. Some believe that astral projections or out-of-body experiences provide an opportunity for personal growth, spiritual insight, and expanded consciousness. On the other hand, scientists view it um, as like an altered state or like a dream state of consciousness. Psychologists and neuroscientists suggest that it's related to pathological uh, activity patterns. So while all of this may sound supernatural and only something you see in films, there are many documented cases dating back centuries. So, yeah, it's interesting. So I guess the first question is, is it safe? I love the Insidious movies. They're my favorite movies, and it's because I do feel like they kind of show dream stuff for some of us kind of accurately, but I don't want that to scare you and make you think that, like, if you're going to astral project, that you're going to get trapped by, like, this weird, creepy toy-making demon. Like, 
No. Okay. But many people from New Agers to shamans worldwide practice this form of activity. And it's safe. Okay. Um, again, I don't want like these movies that are just meant to be horror movies to freak you out. Okay. It's safe. You're just going on like a little, a little trip. So while astral projection may be a philosophical experience, there's currently no way to scientifically measure whether or not a person's spirit can leave and enter the body during sleep or meditation. So the simplest explanation for out-of-body experiences is that it's the fantasy or dream, according to scientists. So yeah, I don't think you can measure a spirit, and I think that's why we'll always kind of struggle with it. Oh, apparently there is behind her eyes. Okay, so apparently there's a Netflix series about astral travel. I can't tell if it's fiction or not, but a popular Netflix series behind her eyes recently brought astral projection into mainstream view. It follows a single mom working in a psychiatrics office after Beginning an affair with her manager, she strikes up an unlikely friendship with his wife, who suffers from night terrors. Oh, my God. Ooh, I don't like this. <laughs> the wife teaches her how to astral project and send her consciousness to somewhere else. Without spoiling the ending, the pair start to try to control one another by entering into their bodies while asleep. Spooky stuff. Ugh. So, interesting, right? Now. How does one astral project? Great question. There's many people who really believe you have to master lucid dreaming before you can master astral projection. Um, but we're just going to see what happens. So here are some methods according to DazedDigital.com. The belly button method. This method requires you to reach a trance-like state known as a hypnagogic state. Make sure you are relaxed at the edge of wakefulness and sleep and begin to flex your hands and feet with your minds without physically moving them. Try a few more times until you begin to notice a separation between the body you are imagining being flexed and your physical body. Next, move your belly button and lift yourself out of it as though you are flexing the body or as if the flexing body like your astral body is tied to an invisible umbilical string when you feel yourself lifting out cut the string and imagine scissors and enjoy your flight next is the hammock method this method requires you to imagine yourself on a hammock woven with threads of light positioned between two calming trees of your choosing the astral realm and all of its mystery and wonder lies beneath you Imagine yourself rocking back and forth, slowly reaching a relaxed vibrational state, and when you feel completely relaxed between the rocking, gently roll out of the hammock where you will land on your feet first in the astral. So I think when they say roll out of the hammock, they mean like astrally. These are actually some good methods. I've never heard of these, and they actually sound pretty good. Next is the rope method. This technique formulated by Robert Bruce is one of the most effective techniques for astral travel. 
Imagine an invisible imaginary rope hanging from your ceiling. This rope will be used to exert dynamic pressure at a single point on your astral body to force its separation from your physical. Once you are able to reach the rope, start climbing it. As you pull yourself out of your body, keep climbing the rope until you are able to see your physical body laying in front of you. Then unpeel yourself from your earthly ties and journey. I think those are three really good methods. Okay, let's see what science says. Because I always like to see what science thinks about these things. Even though that, that one article kind of gave us some idea, I would rather take a look at, like, a study. So, they're uh, studying here voluntary out-of-body experiences. So, I want to get to the conclusion. I'm trusting that their study was sound. Um, okay, let's see. So the present single case study examined functional brain imaging patterns in a participant that, that reported being able to, at will, produce uh, somatic sensory sensations, so basically out-of-body experiences. So this participant said, hey, I can at will astral project. And they were like, okay, bet. Let's like, <laughs> let's hook you up to some machines. So they say, we found that the brain functional changes associated with the reported uh, out-of-body experience were different than those observed in motor imagery. Activations were mainly left-sided and involved the left motor area. This, uh, let's see, it also showed activation that is consistent with the participant's report of the impression of moving during the out-of-body experience. There was also left middle and uh, orbital activity regions often associated with action monitoring. The results suggest that the out-of-body experience reported here represents an unusual type of imagery. So, yeah, it sounds like they, they were able to see from what it sounds like they're trying to say in layman's terms is it kind of sounds like they're like, yeah, the brain is reporting movement when she is not moving, when she claims she's having an out-of-body experience. So I think that's really cool. Really neat. Sorry, I took a sip of my tea. We can't have tea if I can't drink it. Okay, so we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. Let's see. Oh, I am going to put a copy of the Astral Projection methods in our link tree so witchpod.com if you want to check those out if you think those are interesting so i do want to give some special thanks to our patreon friends kelly crane you beautiful opulent fire dragon kelly o'hare you rule-breaking playful windigo katherine lochran you hospitable luminous land mermaid and cassidy tonnell you scrumptious earthly gazelle Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave today, we do have a card pull from the Dark Magic Oracle uh, from Fiona Horn. And our card today is Shine. Resist the urge to compare yourself to others. 
Close your eyes and go within. What makes you unique? What makes your heart beat with excitement when you contemplate what you have to offer the world? Maybe this card has appeared when you're unsure what you may be trying to notice. Consider what what it is you want to attract. When you draw shine, it highlights the metaphysical principle. Like attracts like. So let's see what our daily practice suggestions are. Carry or wear aquamarine crystal to help radiate your best and most luminous energy. Drink peppermint tea to stimulate positive thoughts. And hold your head high and be open to new opportunities. Say yes as often as you can to attract new adventures to life. Also, I'm going to add another one. uh, Focusing on like like attracts like. I have recently experienced, right? I found myself just like for the past few years around people who I didn't really, um, who I didn't really particularly enjoy being around. Um, it always felt like there was shadiness or underhandedness or manipulation and all of this stuff. And I kind of was trying to like power through it and I found myself miserable. You know, I was around miserable people and found myself equally miserable. So I recently have found that when I removed myself from, you know, that type of thing, it's not right away, but it's like I suddenly had room in my life for people who I wanted to grow with or uh, shoot towards success with. And it was just really interesting. I was like, oh, who knew that when I removed the things in my life that didn't feel good or feel right, it opened up room for all these people who were just waiting, you know, to come into my life and... And what am I trying to say? Come into my life and make it feel whole and give me inspiration. And you want to be inspired by the people in your life. You want to be impressed by them in terms of like who they are. And I think the people in your life should want to make you feel like you want to be a better version of yourself. You know what I mean? Whereas like before I really, really struggled with that, I felt like I was a worse version of myself around um, people who I didn't really respect or like all that much or who were messy or who coddled not okay behaviors and all in the name of inclusion, right? It was like, oh, no, we're just being inclusive. We're being inclusive. And it's like, Or are you enabling not cool behavior all while talking crap? And, you know, anyways, I could talk about that all day, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to tell you, like attracts like. I believe that. I think that's a good message. And I think another thing you could do is maybe take a moment and meditate on what in your life do you think is attracting maybe things you don't like or that doesn't feel good or that you don't want, you know? (sighs) 
I was telling someone earlier, I'm like, I get way too personal on this show. I do, but I love it. I have nowhere else to express myself this way. So I really appreciate all of you and that you're willing to listen to me ramble. Uh, it's really neat. Okay, I'm going to let you go. Okay, all right. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>